0: Welcome to the Osborne Park Student Affairs Podcast, where we unravel the secrets of the post-secondary journey. Join us as we chat with Osborne Park alumni and undergraduates delving deep into the intricacies of the application process and addressing the burning questions high schoolers crave the answers to. Get ready for an insider's perspective on the transition from high school to the next chapter of your academic adventure. I'm your host, Chris, along with Melicia, Reddy, and Anaya, and this is Osborne Park Student Affairs, your guide to post-secondary exploration. Today, we're joined by three OPHS alumni from the class of 2023. Lena Gooden from Vanderbilt University, committed for track and field. Sean Gentry from Vanderbilt University, a QuestBridge scholar. And Jason Dixon, attending Columbia University on a full-ride scholarship.
1: Do
2: you guys have roommates?
3: Yeah, I do. I think he's studying it right now. Oh, do you want to say hi? I can say hi. Say hi, bro. Come on, bro. Hi. <laughs> uh.
4: They can jump
3: out of bed. Oh, God. We're going to start in a like full <laughs> minute, but if but they want to say Hello. hi. Hello.
4: All right. Hi. <laughs> I'm Rob
3: here. Nice to meet yeah. you. Nice to meet all of you.
0: What are you majoring in?
3: Uh, mechanical engineering for now.
0: Nice. Did you guys get to pick your roommates or
3: mm-hmm. it was we it went more random? Like a... We went random. Yeah. I think mean, you could have picked
0: roommates, but oh,
3: okay. everyone's a great guy. Yeah, so. we, yeah, we got lucky. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. What about
4: you, Jason? yeah have right. a roommate? i don't have a roommate really in my room right now but um for most dorms um for first years it's a high chance that you get a single if you want so. oh nice really
2: uh, that's
5: different yeah. from what i've mostly heard about colleges
0: yeah <laughs> especially being in new york that's surprising too.
5: what about julina yes i have a roommate she's lovely Mihaly. is she
0: also in track
5: yes she is oh she is. Ooh. Yes.
0: Welcome to the first OPSA alumni interview. My name is Trishan Santa. I'm the president and one of the co-founders. I'm joined by Milisha.
2: Hey, I'm the co-vice president of OPSA. I help Chris start this club along with Reddy and Anaya.
1: Hi, my name is Reddy. I'm also the other co-vice president of OPSA. And like Milisha and Chris already said, I help with the starting of this club. I'm Anaya.
5: I'm
0: the junior president, actually. Hi, I'm Dalasi. I'm the junior vice president. Hi, I'm Kenza, and I'm the social media manager.
1: Hi, I'm Sampada, and I'm the secretary. Hi, I'm Zalia, and I'm the
3: historian. Hello, I'm Sean Gentry. I'm a uh, freshman at uh, Vanderbilt University, studying mechanical engineering with a minor in computer science. Um, and I guess a fun fact about me uh, about this year, I started like three different sports, tried them out, um, rugby, boxing, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
5: Hi, I'm Lena Gooden. Um, I'm a alumni, like you said. Crazy to hear myself say that. But yes, I graduated this past June. Um, let's see. A fun fact about myself. I was very um, neglectful, I guess, to say, um, being in Music City, Nashville, to um, experience country music. I do not like country music. But let me tell you, I have probably been... C- country line dancing five times since I've been here. Um, It's a great experience.
4: Hi, I'm Jason Dixon. I'm a first year at Columbia University studying computer engineering. A fun fact about my college experience, I would say, has been that. The city kind of just imprinted on me. Even while there's like a whole lot of ugly to the city, there's also a whole lot of good good to it. Um, and I really just love taking the time to just explore when I get the chance to.
2: You guys have all recently graduated high school, so I think when it comes in terms of asking how your high school experience was before you guys made the whole transition to college you would know pretty well so how was high school and has that like helped or impacted your transition to college in any way
3: I think my high school experience can be broken up into like two parts freshman year and sophomore year I was a little more introverted I think COVID really pushed me to like branch out and like start meeting new people start doing new things I felt like I was being lazy yeah junior and senior year I think were my best years Uh, I met a lot of cool people did a lot of cool things And I think I accomplished myself well.
5: I would say similar to Sean's story. Definitely freshman, sophomore year, I was like total geek, nerd. I was an introvert. Didn't talk to that many people. I was in my books. And then it was kind of that transition to junior year. It might have been COVID really shift that too. Um, but I was more extroverted. I was talking to everyone. So that social aspect taught me that you can balance it and how to balance it um, as far as, you know, school, in my case, track and having a social life. And before I was just so engrossed in school. Um, So that part of high school definitely helped just um, starting to grow as a more well-rounded person i would
4: say i was actually like introverted for all four years um i'm even still introverted now but uh it was it was an experience for sure definitely not one of like the high points of my life but i would say it's definitely like a necessary thing i needed to go through i felt a whole lot of growth um going on throughout all each of those four years all of them symbolizing a different aspect of myself. Honestly, um, I would say it was helpful in the sense of pushing me towards becoming a better person at the end.
0: Um, what are some academic interests currently or in high school and how they've changed throughout the short time that you've been enrolled? Um,
3: funnily enough, I'm not actually studying mechanical engineering anymore. I'm switching towards um, uh, computer science and that's only because uh, I realized that computer science, um, it has more versatility, the versatility that I'm looking for in um, uh, the career field. We have like these modules um, where we like take just like a little dip in the water for the engineering fields. So I had um, CS as one of them and I really enjoyed it. And I thought that like, this could be something that I can study. And once I saw somebody like a, a higher up, get like an internship at like Duolingo, like an app that I use all the time, I was like, if, I, if, if he can do it, then I can do it.
5: I would definitely say my whole life, I'm like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. Um, and so in high school, I took courses that aligned with that. I took the bio, took the chem, took, I forgot the exact name of it, but it was like human body systems. Um, loved that class. I loved anything that I do with like the medical field. I got here, of course, pre-med major. Um. And my major is actually medicine, health, and society. Um, And then to chemistry, gen chem is hard, not going to lie to you guys. And it's designed to be hard to make people rethink, like ask yourself, do you really want to do this? And I was going back and forth. I was talking to people. I was was emotional. I was crying. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. This is hard. Um, But even though it was hard, it, it just made me want to do it more, because even though it was hard, it's like, that's the only thing I want to do. Um, so I guess being here just more so confirmed my passion. And so I know a lot of people, it, it like redirects them, um, but it just kind of confirmed my passion for me, which was helpful.
4: I would say my experience has been kind of consistent. Um, I applied for computer engineering, um, and I'm still planning on majoring um, in computer engineering. I would say there was more of a change during high school. Like I would say the first two years, I was planning on going into medicine in the future. I took AP Chem, did not enjoy it at all, instantly switched to Comp CompSci. And then that further developed into computer engineering. I think it's been more so consistent, at least during my time in college.
0: How did you guys decide what college you wanted to go to?
4: I
3: applied through QuestBridge. The whole thing was that you apply with like the stipulation that you're buying to that school for four years and you get a full ride scholarship. I say that because my main thing about schooling was that um, it had to be free. I had no like savings for school. My parents had no savings for school. So whatever school I could get to for free, I was going there. And I think that was a little bit naive of my on my part to like um, uh, just not research about the schools and just go because it's free. But I think I got lucky with Vanderbilt. To find what you, where you would actually wanna go, you wanna look into like the culture, actually talk to people that are actually there like how it feels to be there. The, the cost is always going to like matter in things. Just research your schools and then just make sure that you actually want to be where you're going.
5: To piggyback off of what Sean says, um, money is very important, but money's not everything. Um, kind of like Sean, I was like, wherever I'm going for free, that's where we're going to go. Um, you know, just to make it easier on myself, easier on my parents and that is one aspect of it um i i i had a me and my mom had an excel spreadsheet and that was just one piece of it another piece is um like trying to say like the culture then you have um like when i visited um did i like like classroom size is a big thing for me so like things like that or like the dorms and for me for vanderbilt specifically it was just a perfect combination of I love the track program here, and I really wanted a Vanderbilt degree, and so that was just um, what it was, and that's where my priorities were, and like Sean said, I think it it worked out perfectly, and I think I'm at the right school, but you just have to take everything into account and understand that money is important, but it's not the only um driving factor so for those that apply um through um quest bridge do you guys have to like have a high gpa to be like eligible to apply
3: um i'm pretty sure anybody can apply um the the scholarship is really for uh what they say as high achieving low-income students i don't think that they have like a gpa stipulation i never saw anything about it um so if you feel like you're high-achieving and you're low-income, then I would say it's for you. I believe the deadline for this year already passed, but um, regular decision is still going. The thing was, if I had into a school with QuestBridge, actually was like December 1st, so it was like a really early day that oh, you knew if you actually got in. Mm-hmm. Um, what the situations simulations were that you had to go to that school? Um, I don't know what the repercussions were, uh, but I didn't want to find out, so okay. I just...
4: Okay. Um, I would say that my college decision process was very long and difficult. It resulted in coming down to about four different schools, two of which being my dream schools. And at the end of the day, it didn't Exactly come down to money because all of them had offered four rides to each. So it was really just what kind of virtues that I want past that. And I realized that me having the ability to come back off home often and see my mom actually mattered a whole lot to me. So I ended up landing on Columbia because I wanted to like still be sort of far from home, but not like to the point where I can't come back because the other option was Stanford and I don't have the money to go flight to flight every single time I want to come back and see my mom. So um, that was a really important reason. Um, college visit was also a really important reason. Um, to why I made the decision. Also talking to a whole lot of people about it. I talked to Sean about it, and ultimately I ended up landing on Columbia.
1: Okay, so now you've been accepted into college and um, your senior year is ending. How was the college transition process for you guys from high school, like until you got to college?
3: I think I, I, think I handled myself well. I charted the waters for this first semester. Um, Like not really diving deep into um, extracurriculars, but like going to like the general body meetings, um, low commitment type things to like make sure that I set a good foundation for my grades so I can get into like um, research experiences or internships uh, early on and rev up the process of uh, going into the field.
5: I think one of the biggest surprises, I guess, um, for me was learning a lot by myself. I left high school and I was like, I know everything about myself. It's me. Like, I know everything about myself. Um, but just being, I guess, removed from your home setting, being out on your own, doing everything out, out on your own, being around new people who are raised differently, it really just teaches you a lot about yourself. Um, you know, good things, bad things, which you need to work on. Um, just as a whole, it could be a student part, athlete part, um, as an overall person, friend, um, so it really just teaches you about yourself and it shows you where you can improve for the future.
4: Um, I think I transitioned fairly well. I also got the opportunity to participate in a summer program here where I was taking um, introductory classes that I would end up taking in the fall. So they get, it gave me like an extra opportunity to prepare even more. But I wouldn't say that it was completely necessary towards me feeling prepared. Um, I think Um, OP really did a good job at making me feel prepared. The only class I wouldn't say um, I felt prepared in was for gen chem and probably university writing. But other than that, I would say um, the transition went very well. I learned a lot about myself, um, as Alina said, and it's gone well for the most part. For the
0: incoming class of 2028, do you have any college essentials that you brought to college or that you wish you brought to college when you originally first moved?
3: Uh, I wish I brought a bike. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy walking. It's all right. But um, biking is cool.
0: I was about
2: to ask that question. Like, how do you guys like do like your shopping? Like, how do you like move around? Like what transportation do you guys use? For
3: shopping, I did it with my mom and my family. Uh, so they really helped. Uh, they realized the furniture that I would need when I didn't think I would need it. Um, and i also talked with robert my roommate um about things that we would both share uh like with his uh his his refrigerator and things you can talk to other people and get help from like people that have already lived by themselves i'm not going to lie i also looked at tiktok just just just, just a little bit about um uh, like how people that already went through it like what they got mm-hmm. as well so a lot of resources
5: i would definitely say the easiest way to remember everything or make sure you have everything packed is think about what you use every day from start to finish of your day like I would I think I packed everything and I was like then I got here I was like I don't have a toothbrush like it's just like little things you like just forget um some essentials it's not necessary but it's my essential for me that I use every day I use my scooter every day um so scooter or bike (laughs) I think people don't realize that um if they're like a cold or hot person, so I say if you know that you're like you tend to get cold or tend to get hot, bring a fan or a whole bunch of blankets an adjustment to that. Um, and as far as me, how I get around shopping um, here, I have a lot of older teammates who have cars. Um, if not, if they're not available, then I'll just Uber. Uber's expensive, but it's like the... So mainly I'll just stay on campus for most of my things, but... But do you have like access to buses around the area where you, you live? Is it mm-hmm. like- um, there's buses, but there's like limitations to the buses. So our first transportation is something called the Vandy Van. Sounds really mm. cheesy, but it takes you around campus. And there's, I think, maybe about eight different stops. So the Vandy mm-hmm. Van can take you anywhere you want to go um, around campus. As far as like off campus, if you wanna go like shopping at Target or Walmart, whatever, um, there's nothing that really takes you there. Um, our direct transportation would be, there's a bus that goes like downtown into downtown Nashville. Um, so a lot of people use that like towards the nighttime.
4: I think my biggest essential would be um, a pair of like over the ear headphones. Cause one, I love music, but another thing is people hear are loud um, and they love to be loud and sometimes I just don't need to hear all that at like 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, so it's really nice just walking into class, putting my headphones on, tuning everything out. Um, I would say it's very great. Another thing I would say like for my dorm is a mattress topper. The beds feel like bricks if you don't have one. Um, so that was never pleasant. So I got one, I think, in the first week that I was here. Um, and then another thing is food. Dining hall food is not always great. Um, it's not always going to taste like home. So Next time when I go back home for um, Christmas break, I'm planning on bringing like tubs of food back with me.
2: Okay, so before I move on to like the actual serious question this is meant for, I gotta ask. High school cafeteria food or college dining hall food?
3: College food. I'm so sorry for you guys. <laughs> like I saw a picture of like the breakfast pizza and it was like stuck on top of the wrapper. I'm I'm sorry. But we, we, we have like edible food. You guys don't. So I would say like Campus food is better.
5: Campus, for sure. Um, I don't miss OP's food. They did the best they could, but no, I would go to college.
4: Um, Campus food, for sure. I don't think I ate food at OP for like three years because I got food poisoning in my freshman year. I never ate school food again after that point.
1: Okay,
2: actual question besides that little tangent. A lot of people in this meeting or that are going to watch this meeting later on are currently underclassmen. So is there like, because for seniors, it's a little too late, I suppose. But for them, were there any courses you took or extracurriculars you did that you think helped your college application?
3: First off, I would say that senior year, it's not too late. You can still put yourself out there. But yeah, for, for the underclassmen, um, I would say try everything, bro. Do whatever that you think you would remotely want to do. Like try all the sports, try all the clubs. Um, because you don't really have to do much I, I don't mean to be like like your like your life is easier but like it gets harder when you go up and the more you the, the more you try the more you'll know that the, the stuff that you don't like for sure and like you'll gravitate towards the things that you do like and you'll find out exactly what you want to do what types of environments you like to be around and once you find whatever you like, stick to it and show that you have dedication or like passion to something.
5: I have to say the same thing. Just explore everything. If you like leadership roles, find a club that you're really interested in. Um, Be on the board of it. If you in your free time like to do community service, do community service. Um, just find something that you enjoy doing or that aids in your schoolwork. I think the issue lies uh, people try to do too much <laughs> and, you know, they want the perfect resume. They want, you know, the perfect GPA with they're like the president of six different clubs. And that's not really needed. Um, but if you stick to like one main thing that you really enjoy doing, I, I feel like that's fine. And that sets you up um, in a perfect position.
4: Yeah, Following that, I would um, really recommend just honing into what you're interested in. Um, So taking classes related to what you're interested in, joining clubs related to what you're interested in. And if there's no club about what you're interested in, then make one. Um, I made a club in my senior year um, at OP as well. Following what Lena just said, a lot of people do try to do too much. Um, And it's not always necessary. It's really just admissions officers want to see that you have something that you're interested in and you really push forward in that. Um subject because, like for me, I'm on the interview committee for undergraduate admissions this year. And we're really looking for people who have that interest and have that desire to like achieve something specific, or just you can tell that they're goal-oriented about a certain thing. Um, and we don't we're not exactly looking for someone who's all over the place, we just want people who have interest in more specific things
2: following into specifics um what was the track and field achievement like for you
5: it was long it started the summer in between my sophomore and junior year of high school um so two years of recruitment it was just a lot of traveling a lot of um, negotiation it was a lot of early business moves i wouldn't think i would have to make um it was long, but it was rewarding <laughs> as I'm here now. And I found the right school for me. Uh, but like I said earlier, it was just a matter of I chose the the school um, based off of all my criteria um, and looking at it in, in a holistic approach. So I would say if there's anyone that is currently a student athlete wishing to be in the recruitment process, I would just say, hang in there. It's going to be stressful. It's going to um, seem like oh my gosh, am I good enough in my sport? Am I good enough in the classroom? Um, but I would just say just persevere and stay dedicated to both the classroom and um, your sport because um, it's rewarding in the end.
1: Um, Sean, this one is directly for you. So um, you kind of touched on it earlier a bit, but can you explain like the whole like QuestBridge um, like match scholarship that you went through and like go into detail about the whole process?
3: yeah um so it basically started actually in junior year there was a QuestBridge uh college I think prep scholars program where um I w- w- would apply to them and then um I would get like I think the prize for like some of them was like a laptop and, and like a few thousand dollars but I just got the recognition and like the award and like that gave me like a boost up in the senior year one, which was the college match scholarship started in um, September. And basically all your information, um, you have to put in all your financial information because they want to make sure that you're actually low income. Uh, you put in your family information uh, because I think they also have like a, like a favor towards people with larger families. And then um, you have like, I think it's two essays to write. And yeah, you would write those and then you would send it off to them. Then you would either become a a finalist or um, not become a finalist. I think most people that apply would become like a finalist. And then at that point, you would choose like, I think at least, I think it was at most 15 schools. I chose like six. And once you have those, then you would complete those um, extra steps. And then December 1st would be match day. And you would open up to see if you match with the school. And then uh, a few days later, you would get your admissions portal um, email saying that you were accepted to the school. It was pretty much just following through the process of uh, matriculating the school.
0: Uh, This question is for Jason. Could you share a little bit more insight into your academic journey? And what drew you into the major that you chose at Columbia?
4: So first, for computer engineering, I had this lasting experience on me where I was um, trying to refurbish, I think maybe a 12 year old computer. Um, I didn't have, my family doesn't have the kind of money to be buying a completely new computer and I needed to use a computer to actually write my essays. Um, So I refurbished this computer that we had um, at home um, that was just sitting in one of the closets um, and it took a very long time, but like through the process of it, I gained an understanding of computers and I also really enjoyed it. Um, and at that time, I was already interested in doing computer science. So it was really easy to just like transition to it being computer engineering instead. Um, and I actually ended up writing about my experience with that computer and some of my essays for some of my schools. Um but as for computer engineering at Columbia, um, I'd say it's been great. Um, Columbia is one of the IVs with a dedicated um, school of engineering. So it's really helpful in not having to take most of the core curriculum. I don't think I've read a single book since being here, which is amazing. But um, it's really just, we take the engineering core, uh, which is things like um, Gen Chem, Calculus, um, physics, and et cetera. But um, I would say they're really helpful in terms of guiding me into my major. They gave me a mentor who's done computer engineering before, um, who's really been able to guide me and help me um, throughout my process of it. And honestly, I do think I'm probably going to end up graduating with that major. So
2: thank you for answering those since they were more individualized to you guys. But uh, moving on, we already touched on this a little bit, but onto something a little lighter. What would, what was the worst part of college applications for you guys?
3: I would say choosing which school I was going to put myself for four years. Um, At the time, it was really like, I think I put too much weight on it. Um, Like I I was really stressing about um, like what I wanted to do with my life and like how I was going to Uh, deal with being somewhere for four years if I didn't like it. I think it's the mental struggle. If you put too much on your plate and you ignore your mental health, you might like just not get anything done. And I think that keeping a balance between um, applying to schools that you actually want to go to and also lightening your workload to actually like going to the ones that you really want to go to rather than all the ones that you might want to go to and then like apply to all of them. Yeah. So the hardest part would probably be mental for
5: me it was like I think especially for like senior year it's like everyone's doing the same thing at the same time everyone's applying to schools everyone's stressed I remember my home teacher literally had all the like application deadlines like on the board so you every morning had to stare at all the All the deadlines and so things like that can be like oh my gosh it's like the end of the world if it's not perfect by this day i probably stared at my essay just for like two weeks straight and didn't even change it but like it was just i was like is this perfect is this enough and so i think just not being so harsh on yourself um is is helpful also having other people that you trust look over it um because just like with any essay any regular essay sometimes You looking over it numerous times is not as effective because you you're staring at it for too long. Um, so if you have like a trusted teacher, um look over it, review it. Um, it really helps and it also boosts your confidence and like lets you know you're in the right, you're you're doing the right thing and you're moving in the right direction. Um, so that was probably the hardest thing is like everyone's stressed out at the same time. So just remembering not to stress out. I know that's that's hard to say, but like yeah, it's, it's a real thing.
4: I will say my process was really all over the place, and it really went in like three different phases. At first, I did restrictive early action somewhere, um, got deferred, so then I had to do all of my other applications in, I think, two weeks, and it was a lot of schools. I think I ended up applying to maybe 13 in those two weeks, and during that time, there was just a whole lot of stress, um, and this was around Christmas time, too, so i that was that wasn't really that great um or memorable of, of a Christmas for me. And then after when all of those were sent out, there was just that waiting period that really got to me. Um, because I would get rejected, rejected, rejected. And it took me a long time until I really like got into one place. It took a, a big mental toll on me. And then afterwards, when I did get into my schools, it was just um deciding which I already explained about earlier it is this mental battle um, of believing in yourself of wanting of just waiting it out and honestly just trying to stay calm because I think, let's see, I waited two, three months, I believe. So yeah, it was very stressful, but at the end of the day, um, it all worked out.
1: So before we open up the floor for um all our like guests to ask you guys questions, um, what I know it's a bit early, but like what are your guys' like future plans and um along like those steps, like what step do would you say you're on currently?
3: Um pertaining to future plans, I would say that I'm looking towards the summer. Like the, the deadlines for summer internships are coming up in uh, January. That's what I'm putting my focus on right now. But the short-term goals right now are getting through finals. That's what the that's what the first priority is. Once that's done, then winter break, and then get back to it and work towards um, getting that degree, getting that experience.
5: For me, short term this summer, I'm focusing mainly on track, so trying out for the world team, and also um, taking classes to get ahead. Um, you know, some of the courses I just that are required, that I just want to get out the way. Um, And then as far as long term, like I've said before, the end goal is OBGYN. So get my degree in undergrad and then um, medical school um, residency. As far as medical school, I'm not sure if I'll stay at Vanderbilt, um, only because that would be eight years of me staying here and living in Nashville. And I, I just like traveling and exploring new places. So I will probably most likely look into an HBCU for medical school. And then after that, I have my residency and then I become a doctor. So then I reach my goal.
4: Um, Short term, just getting through finals. Um, I'm currently in reading week. So I have all of, I, have, I think, three finals next week. Um, And then I get to go home. And then over this summer, I'm hoping to get an internship somewhere, hopefully doing software engineering or hardware engineering or um, data science.
5: So someone asked, did you guys? guys get jobs or is the money from your parents or is the transportation free so my personal story I actually worked two summers in a row to prepare for this I was going around asking people how much money did you spend your first semester like how much do you need Um, most things are provided on campus it's really just like anything extra you do outside of campus is just going to be expensive um so I had a job so I worked I saved my money two summers in a row so I can have a little bit of leisure um I guess spending money um and then transportation most transportation is free except for Ubers
0: oh I have another question for you do you have a pre-game ritual
5: um pre-game ritual let me see what do I do um, definitely I have the same playlist I've been listening to since sophomore year. Um, definitely music is a must. I I I look really upset when I'm like about to compete. I promise I'm not. I'm just like locked in. Um, my ritual, I, I I'm kind of funny and I kind of do things in a certain order. Like I gotta put my socks on a certain way and fold them over a certain way. Um, just things like that. It's other than that, it's nothing crazy. So,
0: are there any clubs you would recommend joining at your university? And did you have any passion projects over the past summer?
3: Clubs I would recommend joining, I think here, um, the Black Student Association is like really cool right now. And I made the fateful mistake of not going to as many as I wanted to. Like those those groups that um, with the same ethnicity, same uh, same nationality, those ones are, I think, really nice. Um, because it gives you a break from being at a PWI. You you might feel that you're not seeing as many of your people, but I swear I like the the clubs that you go to, you'll find more of your people and people that you can um, talk to, vent to, or like just relate to in general.
5: So another question, what was your favorite part of OP? For me, my, I say it's all the time, diversity. I think OP had, at least from my experience, the most diverse high school in the county and I think we're probably up there in the state as well but I just learned so much about just different cultures I have friends of all ethnicities races and then on top of that it's like they were all smart like everyone's just smart at OP um so I think the best part was just being surrounded by diverse people and also hardworking, willing just willing to just do do the necessary things um to succeed and that helped push me so that was my favorite part about ob
3: just to piggyback along with that diversity i think that meeting new people was like one of the best things um i met jason i met ready i met uh, a bunch of people who are very high quality i think that me me in the first two years wasting that time was not the best idea but the time that i did spend with these guys. It was
4: awesome. Um, I would say my favorite part of OP was also related to the people. Um, I just made a lot of friendships that I feel like I could carry into um, the future. And honestly, as Sean was saying, there were some people that um like they were very distinct from the crowd, and they honestly left a lasting a lasting impression onto me. And as for diversity, there were so many different mindsets, there were so many different types of people. There were people from all over the world and Seeing how they live their daily lives really um, played a role into how I conduct mine. Um, And so I really think OP did a good job at um, having a diverse sort of people and also just having people that really last on you.
0: Um, What is the main thing that you put on your application that made you stand out the
4: most? Don't have the definite answer since I never... got the chance to have a conversation with my admissions officer but i think what made me stand out the most was how passionate i sounded about my field like it, it was almost like i was passionate enough to the point where like it was kind of cheesy but i well at that time and even now i just really enjoyed engineering as a whole and especially compu- going into computer engineering in the future so I think I just sounded extremely passionate and really had an oriented mind. Um, a lot of my extracurriculars were related to engineering. Like I did, um, well, I founded the National Society of Black Engineers um at OP. And then that's also a branch that leads into college. So honestly, I think, yeah, just being passionate about my subject and really wanting to spread that love and positivity and joy about engineering with others.
3: For application processes, um, if any of you are looking to go into uh, VTech, uh, someone reached out to me, uh, one of my friends from my year, and they were saying that um, showing off um, that you fit the university's motto or like their beliefs. Um, So VTech has like, with prosim, which is uh, that I may serve. And she said that um, most of the things that she put were about her volunteering um, and like putting herself out there serving others. And I think for my application for Vanderbilt, it's there to grow. And I think I put out my struggles in my early life and my success in in the life that I had at that time really was important to me. Like I, I was showing how hard I had it in the beginning and how hard I worked to get out of it so I think that catering towards the school's idea of an ideal person would really help your application.
2: So I was about
5: to say that I don't know like how many AP classes you guys took in high school, but do you think it helped you like getting into college? Um, let's see how many took, I took five, five, five I think. I, I feel like AP classes are good in the sense of they prepare you. It's like accelerated work. I think that people take AP classes in the sense of it looks good to take an AP class. um, And that's great and all if you're passionate in that. I would say don't don't try to load your schedule up with a whole bunch of AP classes just because you want to be the best or the smartest or whatever. AP classes are helpful in the sense of like you know, if you're into the STEM field and you enjoy biology or chemistry, sure, take AP Chem, AP Bio. Not a problem. But if you're just being placed in random AP classes just to look good on your resume, I would say that's probably not the smartest idea and you're probably going to end up stressing yourself out.
4: Yeah, I also wouldn't recommend taking um, AP classes that you're not interested in. Like, while I did take, I believe, nine or so, they were all related to things I was interested in. So, like, me, I'm not really that big of a a history person. I didn't take um A push. I'm not that big of a government person, I didn't take AP Gov. But like I was into things like chem at that time. Um, so I took AP Chem and things of that nature. But um you really it really doesn't even have to be an AP class. You can also find um weighted classes that aren't APs that will look good on your transcript regardless so like a lot of the poe classes um i took a couple of those and a couple of them are fully weighted as well but on your transcript i believe it'll show which one is weighted anyway so it doesn't technically need to be an ap oh and another thing i didn't submit a single AP exam score so I don't it's not like necessarily a hill that you need to die on um you can go without it if you want
2: would you say it was easier to get into college than you thought before or now?
3: I didn't believe in myself right like um I didn't think I was doing enough but like I feel like at this point if you're stressing about not doing enough you're definitely doing enough. Be confident in yourself.
1: Um, I had like a personal question. I guess for um, any of you guys can answer this, but like, how would you guys rate the safety of your campuses? Like to go out as a student, um, and like the neighboring, like I guess if it's a college town, how safe is that town? Um, and I guess since um, you guys are also all like um, you know, we're not white, I guess, and you guys probably might be in like predominantly white areas, like. Is there like any racism towards you or anything like that?
5: Um, as far as the safety aspects, uh, we're, I'm in Nashville. So I would say I, being on campus is like I would describe as like the suburbs. I feel very safe um and then a mile down the street you can choose to go downtown nashville which is like nashville nashville um not gonna lie i have pepper spray on me at all times i've never had to use it, it just makes me feel safe um we also have emergency butt hours and there's a button on it and so if you ever feel like someone is watching you or something like that then definitely press it um also we have like the vanderbilt police are very good at like um, like I know my one friend, she has a a lab at like I think eight o'clock, and labs are three hours long, so she doesn't get out till eleven. So sometimes she'll call just the bandy police just for someone just to be on the phone while she's walking. Um, but overall, i I felt pretty safe. And as far as racism goes, racism is gonna be everywhere. I have not experienced it personally while I've been here, but just be aware then, Racism is going to be everywhere.
4: I would say that I feel very safe on campus, um, but that might also be because I have a much smaller campus than most of these other schools. But um, when it comes, as I said before, when it comes to like, the neighboring area, it's not as safe. Um, I live right next to Harlem. It's not <laughs> that great of a place to be in, especially if it's at night and if you're by yourself. Um, so I always, no matter what, just I'm usually with someone else if I go anywhere like that late at night. But when it comes to like being on campus, I feel perfectly comfortable walking out to one of the dining halls at 4 a.m. in the morning and some pajamas. But um, yeah, once again, it's just the outside area. Um, But on campus, they have lots of security to make us feel very protected.
3: I would say I agree with um, Lena on like the safety aspect and with racism. Uh, I think it, I think it just comes in like bite-sized pieces. It's not like you're going to get just swung at like randomly. Um, it's not like it's going to be big, but like there, there are just small nuances, things people will say that will give you a hint as to like, actually what they're thinking and like how they operate. You just got to watch out for that and just steer away from those individuals.
0: Um, for the last question, someone asked, what was your favorite high school memory?
3: Um, My favorite memory, uh, even though it didn't get to be like that big, was getting to be at graduation on the big screen with Jason uh, when they did that interview, even though they didn't hear us, but I was on the screen and I felt good about being seen by everybody at graduation.
5: Mine was, well, graduation was cool too. I got the surprise ring. I was not expecting to be up on the graduation stage. That was cool. Um, but probably like my favorite memory was um, around prom time. I was just you know, me and my best friend were trying to go to prom and she ended up surprising me with like the stump and shake um, team and they stepped and then they all had posters and it was just, It was really fun. Um, And then we ended up getting free prom tickets. So, I mean, that worked out too.
4: Um, I think my favorite experience would be uh, graduation. I have to be honest. I was ready to to just go. Um, I really want to go to, I really want to like leave Virginia and also like just experience something new in my life. I stayed in Virginia my entire life. So really just graduating and like seeing it, that whole part of my story come to an end was great. And it's really a lasting memory on me.
2: Alright, um so once again, thank you to Lena, Sean, and Jason for taking time and talking a little bit about your college experience, your high school experience, transition and everything else. No
3: problem. Thank you for having us.
5: Thank you so much.
4: Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us on our first episode of the OPSA podcast. If you found our discussions helpful and informative, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. Connect with us on social media at ophs.student.affairs to stay updated on upcoming guests and topics. Remember, your post-secondary journey is unique, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, I'm Chris, signing off from Osborne Park Student Affairs, wishing you success and clarity in your academic endeavors.